Wow, what an evening. It was amazing. Really can't wait to uh, share it with you. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Good. Good morning, guys. Morning. You know, we usually do these videos and share with you about some of the things that happened in that day. Yeah. But today, we're actually going to be like, what did I just say? We're actually. What did you say? Where's that rationally? I, was, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because you're discombobulated because your fish tank's not on today. Yeah. I'm not waking the fish up today, guys. Yeah, he doesn't want to wake him up. Today, we have a special treat for you. Instead of a typical relevant Bible talk, and then, you know, with the intro of sometimes 10, 15, 20 minutes about how our day went, we're just going to show you. Well, we're going to show you a part, of, a part of our evening. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't our whole day. It was part of it. Well, it's not a 24-hour video, of course. Yeah. That just, would be boring if it was a video of a whole day. What are you trying to say? That our day was boring? My day was not boring. I was would, really blessed with our day. But would you watch 12 hours of somebody's life? I wouldn't. I don't care how exciting it was. But still, you make it sound like it was boring. It wasn't boring, guys. I woke up to some beautiful flowers from my husband. Thank you, honey. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Gosh. What? That was very awesome. That was beautiful. And then I got a text from my son showing me some more beautiful flowers with a big old note saying to mom from Abe that he left in the kitchen for me. And then we went to go take um, a drive. You know, we took a, a nice little drive. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then we ended up at the church. And then we met with some of the brothers and sisters so that we can pray before this going out along with some other brothers and sisters to meet with them um, and evangelist Eli. Yeah, so um, here's a special treat. Hopefully you like it. I was able to talk to a lot of the people that were there. Not everybody that was there, but mm -hmm. mostly everybody that was there. And uh, hopefully, like I said, it's a little treat and we hope it inspires you. We hope that... Um, that it blesses you guys. So uh, with that, there's a video. God bless yeah. you guys. Thank you so much. huh? Yeah. And then we'll see you guys tomorrow. And, uh, well, wow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. No. No, Tuesday. Oh, my God. It's Tuesday. Yeah. I'm already going one day ahead. Whew. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's Tuesday, guys. And by the way, happy late valentine's day to everybody. yeah happy late valentine's say day it yesterday's video i know i know you know and i wanted to wish um you know sister sister alice a happy birthday it yeah. was her birthday so happy belated birthday sister alice Amen. we love you very much and i'm looking forward to um you know i hope to look forward to spending some time with you on sunday you know i want to maybe take you out for lunch or something so Happy belated birthday, Sister Alice. We love you very, very much. Amen. So here it goes. All right. Bye, guys.
Father, we pray, God, that as we lift up your name, God, God, that your spirit begin to move, God. And God, we thank you, God, that you come like a consuming fire, God. And God, begin to burn, God, everything that ain't like you, God. Begin, to, God, just to begin to tear down, God, every altar, God. Father, everywhere demons, God, exist, God. God, we pray, God, you begin to shift and stir and break down and tear apart, God, right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, right. All right, I'm here with Brother Eli Contreras from Through Christ Ministries and House of Rest. Amen. Um, what are we doing out here? So tonight we're out here and you know God has placed it on my heart to, to, to reach every intersection, every city, every state. But tonight we're here in Modesto. We go to House of Re uh, House of Rest Church with Pastor David Rocha. That's my home church now. And so as a church, we want to we want to reach our community. We want to shift the atmosphere right here in this region in Modesto. Reach the souls. Be the hands and feet of Christ. Be the arms. Of, there's so many broken and lost people out here dying, drug addicted, demon possessed, rejected, raped, abused, prostituting. It goes on and on and on. They're running out of hope. They, they have nowhere to turn. And they say, God, if you're real, God, if you're real, God, if you really created this whole world and you're who they say you are, God, show me a sign, God. God, I'm running out of hope. I'm running out of time. I just want to die. And God says, look to the side. And there's a group of people holding a sign that says Jesus. And they come and we can pray for them. And we, the atmosphere shifted. The Bible says, if my name be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And so tonight we're just, we're creating an atmosphere where God can be glorified. We're creating an atmosphere where Amen. people can be healed and delivered and restored. We're creating an atmosphere where Jesus Christ can be lifted up. Where the he can draw all men unto him. And so that's what we're doing here tonight in Modesto. So I'm inviting people that if they're watching this on YouTube and they live nearby, every Monday they can Everybody. be here because they might not know how to do this. And I'm late. I'm like, there's an empty parking lot. They can come, just watch how you guys do it, watch right. how you do it, and they can take it back to their city. Right. Because Eli's only one person. I'm only one person. And, and he's right. What we're doing, if you don't feel comfortable or you don't know how to do this, all, we're, all you got to do is come, intercede, sit in the back, watch. And, and just pray, and just pray. And as you begin to, to come more often, God will begin to, to burden your heart to speak because there's something in you. There's something in you. God is calling you. He's drawing you for a purpose and for a reason because all these souls matter. All these souls are important. And you just start praying, God, give me a heart that believes for humanity. Give me a heart that believes, God, for the broken, the lost. And come out. Come out. If you, if you can't come out, call us. Call Pastor David, and we'll come to your city. And we'll evangelize in your neighborhood for your church. And we'll show you how to do it. All you got to do is reach out. And we're available to And you them. know how to get these signs. And I know how to get these signs. We got signs. There's banners. There's, there's flags. Magnets. You know, magnets. You know, whatever it is. You know, lift, lift that. we got 10 by 20. We got, we got it all. Amen. All we need is a church that is willing. A church that is willing. I was just talking... And I said, you know, people are saying, oh, I can't go out there because there's a, a pandemic. But there was not a pandemic yesterday during the Super Bowl. There was people gathered in houses. There was people, thousands of people gathered in stadiums to watch a football game. And, and there was no pandemic. There was no fear. And that's how God is calling us. No fear. Don't be afraid. He says the last thing you need to worry about is getting sick. Prepare yourself to die for the sake of the kingdom. God is looking for a remnant army, a people group that are unashamed unwilling to bow down, buckle, or compromise, it will stand up and proclaim the name of Jesus. Amen. And we were willing to partner with you in your city, in your church. Come out here. We'll come there. Whatever it is, let's work together. 
and let's let's glorify God. Amen. Thank you. Yes, amen. the corner of 9th Street and I Street every single Monday. If you want to come and partner with us with Evangelist Eli Contreras through Christ Ministries and House of Rest Church Modesto every single Monday. This is the third week now and anybody's invited. It's an empty parking lot. If you want to partner with us or if you want to come and join us and Maybe use it as training to take back to your city. Right here in the corner of I Street and 9th Street on Monday nights at 6 o'clock in Modesto. You can also, if you want to come early and join in prayer with us, we can meet at the church at 5.30 at House of Rest, 1231 7th Street. And that's in Modesto, California. And from 5.30 to have prayer, and we're only, our church is only three blocks away. And then we come down to I Street and 9th Street. Let me show you around a little bit. There's Brother Eli right there. Brother Johnny. Sister Diana and Sharon. Alright guys, we're here in the corner of I Street and 9th Street. My wife, this is Valentine's night. <laughs> Valentine's yes. Day. What do you want to let them know? What are we doing here? We are proclaiming the name of Jesus on the middle of I and nine. Ugh. It feels, you know what? You don't even feel the coldness out here. It just feels so good to be out here. Yeah. So they can, I'm letting them know they can join us any Monday. Monday yes. evening. Monday evenings at 5.30 for prayer at the church and at 6 o'clock. I think about 10 minutes right before. They literally come out and um, they get ready and get prepared and they just start proclaiming the name. Yeah. Yes. And so what flag? I have Jesus. Let me see. It's backwards over here. So let's show the camera. Bring it down this way. Jesus is King. Yes. All right. Hey, brother Johnny. Yes. Um, what are we doing out here? Man, we're out here representing Jesus, man. Amen. What flag do you got? Woo. Let me see. It's kind of backwards. So stand over there. It says, Let me for see. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes... Oh, yeah, I said right? Yeah. Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16. Amen. Did you... This is the third week he's doing it. This is with House of Rest and Through Christ Ministries. Is this your first time? Yes, it is. 
Hey Amen. You enjoying yourself? Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm going to keep coming. Amen. You know what? Jesus is number one in my life, my family, my church family. I love it. Amen. Jesus number one, man. So we're here in downtown Modesto. You're invited man. to come every Monday night at 5.30 at the church, 6 o'clock in this parking lot on on I and 9th Street, right? Yeah, uh, I and 9th, yes. And even if you're out of town, if you want to know how to do this in your city, Brother Eli is, is training you. You can just work hands-on. This is what he does worldwide. So uh, you're invited. You're invited to come. So. It's a beautiful feeling, man, to be out here to worship God, you know? I mean, the way we used to be, the way I used to be, I'm just like, I, I, I have no shame of my Lord. Wherever he brought me from, man, I just, I, man, I just love my Lord. Amen. I love him so much that I'm not ashamed. Amen. I'm not ashamed. I'll do anything for my Lord if I have to be out in the middle of the street. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. All right. God bless you. All right, we're here with Brother Daniel. Um, man, you drove all the way from Davis yep. to come. Um, this is the first time you've ever done anything like this? Um, actually, the first time I act, like officially did it yeah. was it was a few years ago. Um, I was going through some stuff. It was actually here in Modesto on in Crow's Landing. Yeah. And me and my wife, we were uh, we were arguing at the time, and I was on the point of suicide. And there was some dude, there was some guy on the street. And he was, they were lifting these signs. Yeah. And he literally, he was like, are you depressed? Are you, are you on the point of killing yourself right now? He wow. said, come to God. And we turned around and we were gonna give him some water bottles. We dropped off some water bottles. He's like, do you mind maybe holding up a sign? And I was kind of, I was kind of like, kind of not sure. You know, I was kind of embarrassed to do it, but I was yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. And I, after that day, I kind of came back to the Lord. Wow. And that was before even house arrest. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing it right now. Not not only because of that, but I'm like, yeah. if, if I was reached that day, what if I reached somebody today? I know, right? Just for like that, you know, somebody passing by and they're like, man, God, yeah. there is a God. Look at these people out here. You know what I mean? So we're just going to put this on the channel, invite people. And, and maybe if they're far away, maybe they can somehow get a hold of Eli because he can get the signs and they can do this in their city. Yeah. You know, so I'm just going around talking to the brothers and the sisters and, you know, getting a, uh, uh, letting the people watching online get a glimpse of, of what it looks like when, when Eli sets these up. Yeah. So we're doing these every single Monday um, at 6 o'clock. We meet at 530 for prayer at the church, House of Rest, and then coming here on the corner of I Street and 9th Street. Um, and there's an empty parking lot there. Just letting people know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and like I said, you know, this I, I truly believe in this ministry because, like I said, I was literally, you know, contemplating taking my own life at the moment, just being so messed up in my thoughts that this right here kind of, even in my the mental state I was in, just snapped me out of it, kind of yeah. lit a fire inside of me. So I'm like, that's why, you know, I'm, I'm giving back as much as I could today with this. Amen. Thank you. All right, we're here with Sister Nan. We just talked to your husband. Yeah. Um, what's your sign say? It says... Let them see it. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. So how do you feel being out here? Pretty good. Yeah? I feel blessed being out here. Yeah. Amen. It's nice, huh? Yeah. This is something that I was letting people know in the video. This is what Eli does. And um, we're doing this every single Monday night. What, what's your reason for coming out and, and being a part of this? 
I just want to show people God's love that even though they're in their car or on the bus or wherever they're at, you know, going home, they there might be people on the, you know, coming home yeah. depressed, upset, worried, scared. And just having a sign like this gives them hope. But Daniel was just sharing that this happened to him in Modesto. Yeah. And that he was depressed. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you, you were there, right? I was. Amen. So he said he wanted to do his part. So I'm glad you came out, though. Thank you. All right. I'm here with Sister Diana. This is Brother Johnny's wife. She's out here. Um, how are you feeling? Blessed. Blessed. This is exciting. I, that's, I was going to ask you, what makes you come out here? Jesus. Jesus loves you, mija. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Yes. So you're having a great time? This, I love it. This is your first time coming out with Eli, though, right? Yes. Yeah? Yes, it is. So I'm letting people know that yeah, every Jesus single... Jesus loves you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting them know that every single Monday we're coming out here. Jesus and... loves you, mijo. <laughs> so just, I'm just letting people share. I'm going to every single person and, and just introducing you. So this is Sister <laughs> Diana. This is the main intersection, one of the main intersections in oh, Modesto. Oh, Jesus! This is, well, this is probably the main intersection he in downtown Modesto. Te ama! All right, guys. Jesus loves you. All right, a lot of you that come to this channel know that Brother Anthony is no stranger to the channel. Uh, say hello. God bless, God bless. Hey, uh, what's going on, everybody? What, whoa, let, let them see your sign. Right. Is that a representing our king? All right. So, is this your first time coming out with Brother Eli? Uh, yeah, this is my first time coming out here. You know, and uh, I have to tell you, I, I'm surprised. I, I don't know why I didn't come out here sooner. Amen. You know, uh, man, mm -hmm. when, when you really get out here, you start to feel the, the scripture where it says... Uh, where Paul says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation for anyone who believes. You know, and when you once you get out here, you start feeling that 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 truth and that and that word, you know, and, and it's so important that we come out here, brothers and sisters, and preach the word. Hey, what's going on, man? But yeah, man, that's that's what it's all about. It's all about representing our king and uh, letting the world know that, you know what, he loves you. Amen. Yeah, we're out here just uh, representing the, the one who loves us. So every Monday at 6 o'clock, we're meeting in that parking lot right across the street. So here's Taco Bell. There's McDonald's. So it's right in the center, that empty parking lot. That's where we're meeting, guys. Um, we're meeting at the church at 530 for prayer. And by 6 o'clock, you can just park there, grab a sign. Eli has a whole bunch of signs already. So I just want to slowly like just kind of walk around and introduce you to some of the people that came out today. Any last words? Uh, you guys be blessed and uh, always know that Jesus loves you. Amen. If you don't know it, he loves you. Imprisoned in their mind, God, we lift him up right now, God. And Lord, we pray, God, that your spirit, God, is in this region, in this city, God. God, that you begin, God, to shake and tremble and shift, God. God, begin, God, to break every chain and destroy every curse, God. 
Father, tonight, God, in the name of Jesus, everywhere saints place his arms over the city, we break them up in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. You alone are worthy to be praised and we magnify your name, God. The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Modesto, California, we're here today to tell you what the scripture means. That God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten Son. That means that Jesus Christ was sitting in eternity. He was sitting on the throne. The Bible says that everything that was made was made through him, forever by him, stars, galaxies, angels, universes. They were all worshiping him. He was in his rightful place. But Jesus walked away from his throne, walked away from his kingdom. And he stepped out of eternity, walked into time, and he wrapped himself in flesh, and he became a man. And he came for a purpose, and he came for a reason to die a horrible death on the cross. And the Bible says that when he was in the garden, that the officials came and they arrested him. They gave him a crown of thorns. They began to punch him. They began to spit on him. They tore his beard. They tore his clothes. They ridiculed him. They mocked him. They teased him. I'm talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. They arrested him like he was a criminal. They treated him like a criminal. They began to beat him until he was unrecognizable, and then they nailed him to the cross. And I believe that when Jesus was nailed to that cross, that his body began to weigh him down, his organs became heavy, and he began to struggle to breathe. And as he was on that cross, body weighing him down, I saw him push up on his feet so that he could breathe. And every time he pushed up to breathe, his open back was scraping against the rugged cross. Jesus experienced excruciating pain that day mentally, physically, and spiritually. Why do I say spiritually? Because he took my sins and he took your sins upon himself. And he says, Father, why have you forsaken me? The Bible says in the book of Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrated his love in this, that while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for you and for me. Why is that scripture so important to me? Because when Jesus was nailed to that cross, I was living a homosexual lifestyle. While Jesus was dying on that cross, I was sticking needles in my neck, shooting drugs, selling drugs. While Jesus was nailed to that cross, I was living that life of perversion, devil worshiper, consumed with demons, consumed with darkness, hatred. I hated God. I wanted to see Jesus burning on the cross. I was angry, I was broken, I was wounded, I was scarred. As a little boy, I was raped and abused by different men. Didn't understand what sex was, didn't understand what homosexuality was, didn't understand what this man was doing when he was laying on top of me. But as a little boy, I wanted somebody to love me, I wanted somebody to hold me. And at three years old, as I was carried into a bush, and molested, sexually abused, a spirit, a demon of perversion came into me. At five years old, I was already sexually attracted to my own father. Eight years old, 
living in a dysfunctional home. My father tried cutting me in pieces with a kitchen knife. 13 years old, I'm already on drugs. Cocaine and methamphetamines, 15 years old, I was in San Francisco on Polk Street with homosexual transvestite prostitutes. I believed in God. I knew that there was a God. But what I couldn't understand is why this God didn't love me. What I couldn't understand is why my dad didn't love me. And at 16 years old, I gave my soul to the devil. That same year, my brother was murdered, shot four times in his face, left in the fields and decomposed. I watched my mom lose her mind. And I felt nothing. Jesus loves you. 18 years old, I tried to commit suicide. For the first time, 19 years old, I started selling drugs to feed my addiction. I ended up losing my mind to the point I started hearing voices. Started pulling my, my teeth out with my fingers, ripping out my hair, consumed with demons, being possessed, walking around with urine and feces all over myself. Suicide attempts, drug overdoses, people trying to kill me, but I kept living. And at 32 years old, I was getting ready to walk in front of a diesel, and a woman stopped and she began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I remember I continued living that life for another year, living in the streets, selling drugs, shooting dope in my neck, sleeping with men, sleeping with demons, worshiping the devil. In March 27, 2005, I had a supernatural encounter with God. I went to a church that day and I repented. I got to the altar and I began to plead with God, telling him I was so sorry. The whole church came up, they began to pray for me. And as I repented, and I stood up on that altar, my mind was clear, 18 years of drug addiction gone, demon possession gone, gave me the strength and the desire to walk away from a homosexual lifestyle 17 years ago. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be Christ, he's a new creation. The old is past and the new has come. I tell you that day, the, the transformation was so extreme, I was a complete stranger to myself. I said to God, God, I don't know how to live a life without sticking a needle in my neck. I don't know how to live a life without chasing men, they're never going to love me. How can I stay here, God, and tell you I love you? I don't even know how to love myself. But that day, God wrapped his arms around me, he never let go. Today, he's the love of my life. Seventeen years. To fix my mind, restored my mind, took every piece of my broken heart and put it back together for a purpose and for reason. Vanessa, we're here tonight to tell you that God loves you with an everlasting love, that he has a purpose and a plan for your life. Maybe you're listening from a distance, drunk on alcohol. Maybe you're listening from a distance with a needle in your arm. Maybe you're listening from a distance, you know, getting ready to prostitute, getting ready to kill yourself. Maybe you're listening to a distance saying, what do I need God for? Maybe you're running out of hope tonight. Maybe you've been rejected, unwanted, and loved, cast out. Maybe your mom didn't want you. Maybe your father didn't love you. I don't know your circumstance. I don't know your situation, but we're here to tell you tonight that God loves you and He has a purpose and a plan for your life. We're here to warn you, Jesus is coming back. And Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. 
Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. The Bible says that there's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. It's destined for man to die once and then stand in judgment. The Bible says he's coming like a thief in the night. Nobody knows the day or the hour. Maybe you're listening from a distance. You're saying, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll respond tomorrow. I'll respond, respond next week. But the truth is, is we don't know if you have tomorrow. All we have is now. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through me. Modesto. Jesus is pleading with you to repent and turn to you from your wicked ways. Jesus says, call out to me when I can be found. Because the truth is, is that if we reject Jesus Christ, hell awaits. The Bible says that hell is a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. A place where the smoke of your torment goes up forever and ever and ever. It never stops. All hope is removed. No one's coming to your rescue. And you're saying, how can a loving God send people to hell? And the truth is, we make that choice by rejecting Jesus Christ because he's here tonight. And he's here with open arms. It says, I come to heal the brokenhearted to bind up their wounds. He says, come out from amongst them. Whoever you are, whatever you're doing, maybe you're saying, I've done so much, God can never forgive me. Maybe you've killed people. Maybe you've raped people. Maybe you've had abortions. I don't know your circumstances. I don't know your situation. But I tell you tonight that if you cry out to Jesus, he will respond. That's a promise. How can I stand here and tell you that with, with, a, with, a, with a surety? Because I know that I cried out to Jesus and he heard me. Modesto, California. The Bible says that today if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart as in the day of rebellion. He's pleading with you. Repeating with you to repent, to turn to Him. He loves you with an everlasting love. Maybe you're sick in your mind. Maybe you're sick in your body. The Bible says that there was a woman with an issue of blood. The Bible says she was bleeding for 12 years. She was bleeding for 12 years. She said that the Bible says she spent all her money. She saw all her doctors and her condition didn't get better but got worse. Can you imagine this woman running out of hope? constantly bleeding. She had to figure out a, a new way to live because she was unclean. She couldn't go out in public. But she heard that Jesus was coming. And she made up in her mind, I'm tired. I'm desperate. I'm just living in this condition. And she said, if I could only touch the hem of his garment. The Bible says that there was a multitude of people pressing against Jesus. And this woman, sick, bleeding, weak, she made her way. And when she touched the hymn's garment, the Bible says that she was healed. The bleeding stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? And you have to see the scene. There was a multitude of people pressing against Jesus. And here this woman touches his garment, and he stops. He says, who touched me? The disciples must have been, Jesus, what are you tripping on? What do you mean, who touched you? Everybody's touching you. But Jesus said, power came out of me. Power came out of me. This woman was desperate. 
She was tired of living in that condition, tired of bleeding, running out of hope, running out of money, no more doctors to answer. But she knew that if she touched Jesus, that she would be healed. The Bible says that there was a man named Legion living in the tombs amongst the dead. The Bible says that he was cutting himself with stones, that he was crying out in a loud voice. The Bible said he had a legion of demons. He was tormented in his mind to the point of agony, to the point where he was just bound and cutting himself with stones. I'm sure suicidal. I'm sure wanting it all to end. And the Bible says, in the midst of all this chaos, this man living amongst the dead, in the tombs, chaotic, consumed, that Jesus came on a boat. And he had a conversation with this man that was demon-possessed. And he says, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion, for we are many. And that man had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that Jesus cast out every demon. The demons went into the pigs, and the pigs committed suicide. But the Bible says that the man was clothed and in his right minds. Jesus loves every single one of you. The Bible says that Jesus had an encounter with this man, Legion. And the Bible says that he was clothed in his right mind. The Bible says that when Jesus got into the boat to leave, that the man that was possessed, that was delivered, tried to get into the boat to go with him. But Jesus says, no, go and tell him how God has had mercy on you. The Bible tells us a story about a man named Lazarus. The Bible says that he was in the dead, that he was dead in the grave for three days. And Jesus went to the grave, he went to the tomb, and he told him to roll the stone away. And he began to call the man's name Lazarus, Lazarus. And as Jesus called the man that had been dead and in the tombs, and he began to call this man's name, the Bible says the dead man came back to life and walked out of that tomb. And when the man came out of the tomb, Jesus said, take off his grave clothes and let him loose. Tonight, some of you, somebody that you've been listening, you're listening, you've been wearing your grave clothes, you've been in a, in a place of depression, a place of hopelessness, a place where you want to die, you're, you're struggling to get through each and every day. But we're here tonight to tell you that hope himself is here, Jesus Christ. And if that's you tonight, you're depressed, make your way to this intersection. If you're sick in your body, messed up in your mind, drug addicted, demon possessed, whatever the situation is, make your way over here. Let us pray for you. We serve the God of impossibility. There's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing he can't do. Modesto, California. If you hear one thing tonight, just hear the word, repent. Repent. Jesus Christ, God himself is pleading with you to repent and turn away from the sin, turn away from the addiction, turn away from the adultery, 
Some of you are listening, you're cheating on your wife. You're cheating on your husband. And he's saying repent. Some of you are sitting in condemnation. You're beating yourself up because of things that you've done. But you don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed. God knows everything that you've ever done and he still loves you. And he still has a purpose and a plan for your life. He has a promise for you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you tonight, God. We thank you for your word and for your promise, God. Father, I pray that tonight, God, you just begin to shake, God. Shake the foundations of our understanding, God. God, bring us revelation, God. God, even now, Lord, God, help us to intercede, God, for the lost and broken in this city, God. Help us, God, to, to, to intercede and to pray, God, how we can pray, God, for the leaders of this city, God. God, for the church, God. God, give us a heart, God, a heart of intercession, God, a heart that bleeds for humanity, God. God, that we can, God, let us feel the weight, God, of every person, every soul, God. God, as we're living life, God, some of them are going to die tonight, God, and they'll die without your son, Jesus Christ. That means hell, God, for eternity, God. God, help us, God. Let that burden be on our hearts, God. Convict us, God. Convict us, God. Don't let us be comfortable, God. Don't let us be comfortable, God. People dying and on their way to hell, God. Father, we thank you, God, for revival in this city, God. And Lord, again, I'm not talking about a three-day service. I'm talking about a shifting in the region, God. A shifting in the atmosphere, God. God, where we see signs and wonders, miracles, God. The first one being Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit, God. That's the first sign we want to see in this city. A move of God. A move of your Holy Spirit, God. Father, we pray, God, for those, God, that are suicidal, God. And, God, every time they see that train coming, God, they think about jumping in front of it, God. God, we pray, God, for those that are worshiping the table, God. We pray, God, for the sick, the diseased, the, the possessed, God. We pray right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. A healing, God. Restoration, God. Father, we want to see a supernatural move of your spirit, God. We want to see a supernatural move of your spirit, God. I pray, Lord God, that you would ignite the church, God, that you would stir the church, convict them, God, challenge them, God. God, these intersections should be full of people. The Super Bowl is full of people, God. There was no pandemic yesterday, God, but now there's a pandemic when it comes to outreach and preaching Jesus. Convict the church, God. Challenge us, ignite us, God. God, give them dreams, God. Let them see hell, God, for a second, God. God, so they can see the urgency, God, of preaching the gospel. Let them feel the flames for a second, God. Let them hear the screams of the people tormented for eternity, God, because we didn't do nothing, God. God, stir us tonight, God. God, tonight we come, God, we're just one church, God, and we're just the body of Christ. God, we're here today, God, to, in unity, God. And God, we're not going to leave this city, God. We're not going to leave this region, God, until we see a shifting, God, until we see a stirring, God. We are prepared to stand in front of the army of the devil. 
We are prepared to stand in front of the darkness. You said in your word, God, for this purpose, for this reason, that your son Jesus was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. And so, Lord, we're here, God, as your remnant army, God, as your people to stand in the God, God, to build a world, oh God, God, so that you won't destroy this land, God. Many people think that Modesto is dead, that there's no use to try to reach those that are lost and broken in the city. So many people think that it's impossible. There's entire sections of the city that people have just given up on. But the Lord is saying the city is not dead. He says that it's just sleeping. And it's up to us that have Jesus Christ in our hearts to go and wake them up and feed them. And feed them the gospel. Hallelujah! In a way that they never heard before. In a way that stirs them from the pit of their stomach. Jesus Christ is the only way. There is no other way. Hallelujah! I was in this same city right here committing crimes in the way that led me to federal prison down these same streets and there's so many here that think it's impossible for you to change but i'm telling you that jesus christ can change you there is nothing impossible for him if you've been in and out of prison it doesn't matter jesus still loves you he's crying out to you and the very fact that you're hearing this right now means that he's crying out for you right now he leaves the 99 to go and seek the one, and you are the one. He's been crying out for you for years. And he came to tell you that he can change you. He can break the chains. Break the chains of, of gangs and violence and drugs. He can break the chains of generational gang membership and murder. He can change it. This city has a wicked spirit above it. But we have been called to break down and tear down the strongholds of the enemy. There is a principality over this city. But Jesus Christ has sent his sons and his daughters to break that, that principality down in the name of Jesus. That in his name, everything shall bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. What does that mean? It means, church, that it looks like the devil's winning. But I know what the Bible says at the end of the book. That he wins. He wins. And it might look like things are going bad and things are going from bad to worse. But Jesus will not be outdone by the wicked one. The Lord is about to bring revival to the city. And he's going to hit it like a spiritual tsunami that anything that stands in his way. Jesus Christ is coming and pouring out his love and his mercy and his faithfulness in this city. How do I know that? Because he calls the rejected like all of us sitting in this corner. Each and every one of us were rejected at one point. And if he can reach us, then he can reach you too. I pray for the city in the name of Jesus.
for any stronghold or principality that's over this city that has been oppressing this city. In the same way, my voice goes out. In the same way, because I am only yelling out what the Lord is whispering in my ear. And he says to dismantle this principality over the city. In the name of Jesus, we come against you. Any single spirit, every single spirit in these neighborhoods and over the air, every spirit of COVID, sickness, and disease, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ is Lord. He's Lord of Modesto. He's Lord of Ceres. He's Lord of Stanislaw County. He's Lord over your house. All you got to do is cry out to him. He says, cry out to me and I'll show you great and mighty things you've never seen before. So we're going to continue to be out here proclaiming the gospel, the only thing that can set you free. He's the only one that can fix your marriage. He's the only one that can fix your children. He's the only one. He's the only one. Hey, nice to meet you. Sister Diane. Jesus loves you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you are the God that restores, Father God, Lord. Just as many years ago when you restored our marriage, Father God, Lord, you can do the same today, Father God. Those of you that are struggling in your marriage, today's the day that God can restore and deliver you from those things that have kept you. Oh, we're a witness of what God has done in our lives. And we thank him. Our anniversary is coming up, and it's only been God that has sustained us. It's only been him, me, and my husband that has sustained us. Oh, I just thank you right now, Father God. I give you all honor and glory, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for the city of Modesto right now, Father God. For the body of Christ that's here today, Father God. Proclaiming the good news, Father God. Proclaiming the truth. The truth that needs to come forth, Father God. We have held back too much, Father God. Not wanting to say and do the things that you called us to do. But today, there's a change. There's a shifting in the atmosphere, Father God. There is a changing in the atmosphere, Father God. We thank you right now, Father God. Too many have, have not done what they were supposed to do, Lord. But Lord, no more. No more. The church rises up, Father God, and we do what you are saying now, Father God. We obey you, Father God. We just thank you right now, Father God. We decree and declare that you, Father God, that your whole truth will come forth like never before, Father God. That it would prick in the hearts of the many, Father God. Those, Father God, that took so long, Father God, had no hope, Father God. But Lord, yet when we were sinners, Father God, you came and saved us, Father God. So I pray, Father God, that many hearts will be set free tonight, Father God, just in the atmosphere right now, that you are in the midst, Father God. You are breathing your air upon us, Father God. I pray, Lord, that wherever the sinners at, Father, anyone that's sick in body, Lord, anyone that's hurting right now, Father God, that you will speak to them, Father God. Speak to their hearts, Father God, just like you spoke to me, Holy Spirit. 
Move in the midst of the streets of Modesto, from the north to south, the east and the west. Move in the midst of Modesto, Father God, that many hearts will see a change, Father God. Let them have an encounter with you, Father God, that they would know that you are real, my King. I thank you right now, Father God, and I give you honor and glory, Father God, for the work of Calvary that you already done, Father God. When you said it was finished, Lord, it was finished, Lord. Open the eyes that they may see, the ears to hear that there is still hope, Father God. You are the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way but through you, Father God. And as my brother was praying earlier, Lord, about repentance, speaking of repentance, Lord, Father God, let everyone come to the end of themselves, Lord. Humble themselves, Father God, and cry out to you, Father God. Because just as you rescued me, Father God, you can rescue the many, Father God. So, Father God, have your way tonight, Father God. Use your ministers, Father God. Use your evangelists, Father God. Use your church, Father God. Let us no longer be silenced, Father God. Let the women and the men of the body of Christ arise like never before, Father God. That they would come forth like with your two-edged sword, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. You are the truth, my King. Where would we be, Father God, if you didn't rescue us, Lord? You are a true living God. You're still on the throne, Father God. And I thank you today, Father God, for everything that you've done, Father God. I thank you, Lord, because it's just as little that's here, Father God. Many more are rising up, Father God. There's a move in the state of California, Father God. There's a move in California, Father God. The churches are rising up, Father God. I see the many, Father God, and they're no longer being silenced. They're going full force, Father God. Oh, Father God, the lioness, I need a roar, a roaring, Father God. The bulls that need to stand firm in the front line, Father God. They are not being shaken. They are standing firm as you call them to be, Father God. The eagles that are soaring above, Father God. I prophesy over today of the city of Modesto, Father God, that we will see the many, Father God. All those who are hurting, Father God, they will be coming to a place of salvation, Father God. They will have a place to go, Father God. A place of refuge, Father God. Oh, Father God, let your churches hear you as well, Father God. They say, Father God, you say, Lord, to send me, Lord. You are sending them, Lord, but are they listening, Lord? Help the churches to listen, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father God, it's not just a today, Father God, but an everyday, Father God, an everyday event with you, Father God, that many will see that you are still alive and well, Father God. Help us, Lord, that we will stand in every street corner, Lord, whenever it's in our heart, Father God, to do so, Father God. So, Father God, just as tonight, Father God, you stirred me and my husband, Lord, and you said, go, go. I thank you, Lord, because we still hear your voice, Father God. We can still hear your voice. Let the many churches, Lord, hear your voices, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, Father God, we're not a building. We are the church, Lord. We are the church. 
I thank you right now, Father God. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for repentance, Lord. If it would have been for repentance, Lord, oh, Father God, we would still be stuck in our butt, Father God. But thank you, Father God. We praise you and we give you all honor and glory, Lord. Anoint everyone here tonight, Father God. And Lord, if we have something to say, Lord, give them the courage to say it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. This is not time for the church to be silenced any longer, Father God. But we are to move forth, Lord. It, we may not be politically right in saying or praying or however, Father God. All you want is an obedient heart, a vessel that would just do as you say, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Sister Sharon. Hallelujah. Thank you, precious Father. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to all, to the mother, to the mother out there that can hear me, to the single mother, to the mother that is lost, to the woman who's out there who is going through, through abuse, who has gone through rapes, who has gone through emotional, physical abuse in their life, who is bound by any type of abuse. I speak to you who's going through any type of shame, condemnation. Hallelujah. Right now I begin to just speak to that, to that woman who feels lost, yes. who is going through the rejection in her life, yes. who feels alone and feels that nobody hears you. I'm here to tell you that there's one person that can hear you. Yes. And that person is Jesus. Hallelujah. I was that woman one day. I was a mother at 14 years old, and I came bound and broken. I had nobody. I was alone. And I came at a time in my life when I didn't know where to look and who to look to. But there was a man by the name of Jesus who took all that pain away from me who took me from a place that no one else can ever take me from. And I'll tell you that this, this place where